What a journey. So I took the bus from Jerusalem to Hebron and then I didn't know what to expect actually but uh, I know that uh, Hebron is uh, part Jewish, a sm smaller part Jewish and a bigger part Arabic and I knew that I would go to the Arabic part. Uh, but I had no idea how to get there, so I thought that the bus would just go somewhere here close and I would just go off and that's it. But then uh, uh, in the Jewish part uh, everybody left the bus and the bus driver started asking me where, where I'm going. And then I showed him on, the, uh, on my phone. Uh, uh, interestingly, I don't think he knew what Airbnb is because he was uh, surprised that I'm not staying in the Jewish part, but in the Arabic part. And he then uh, asked me if he could call this uh, my host. So I g gave him the number and everything. So he called her and then uh, she sent uh, her... Uh, grand, one, grandson, I think it was, uh, or two grandson, to get me by the checkpoint. And the checkpoint is was uh, a military checkpoint where where three military guys from Israel's army were standing and checking our uh, passports. And then also the bus driver. Uh, talked to a random guy on the street to take me to the checkpoint because he didn't want to go himself uh, I guess because he didn't yeah I don't know actually why why not uh, it wasn't that far it was like 50 meters but perhaps he didn't want to leave his bus uh, so he drove me quite close to the checkpoint, but uh, but not not the last fifty meters, basically. Uh, and then, <laughs> I mean, it's it was quite tense because I don't know how people react here uh, with tourists, and I don't know if it's safe or not, to be honest. And then all the rockets uh, last uh, this week and so on. So, but I read that it's safe for tourists uh, to be on both sides, the Jewish and the Arabic part, uh, side. So I just went for it. I took my my bags, and I went with this guy. They spoke a little bit English, asked me where I'm from and so on, and uh, were smiling and. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if a smile means that I'm friendly, or if a smile means I will I'm gonna mug you. But uh, on the way uh, then to the checkpoint, then they checked all of our passports. They asked me where I'm from. I said from Germany because I have a German passport, so I didn't want to complicate things. Uh, and then then there was her grandson. To get me, and I th thanked the other guys 
who brought me to the checkpoint and they they were f friendly and uh, smiled and said bye goodbye and went their own way so they were really friendly i didn't uh, have any problems and then on my way uh, a couple of people uh, shouted welcome to me uh, welcome in palestina uh, i guess there are not that many tourists here we went through some kind of a uh, kind of like a, like a old uh, market or something but I don't know everything was b or like 90% was closed so I don't know if it's just today or if it's all the time uh, and then uh, then we arrived here and here they have she the, my host told me that she invited all her family today uh, and here in we got up the I got a rooftop uh, room uh, which is just on the on the roof another room with a with a bathroom and a room with uh, a couple of beds inside and apparently a, uh, a woman lives here in this room uh, but he, she is living here for a long time, I think. She said she will stay until December. So they moved her downstairs to the children's school room or something over the weekend while I'm here. And I'm staying here in this room, which is, uh, yeah, you can see that uh, it's a poor neighborhood. I didn't see much of it yet. I will go out uh, later and check it out. Take some pictures. I need to ask if it's okay. Take pictures. The room itself. Uh, yeah. It's used. <laughs> uh, the. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad about it, but you can see that it's it's a poor poor house here, and they are still working on the on the bathroom. Yeah, and outside I can hear all the children, and this woman who lives here in this room, she is from Texas, she said, and she she is teaching the children uh, English. Yes, this. Metal. 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 Met
So as I said, I want, went out to like check out the city, the inner city here, the old city, and I found a, a big uh, thing which explains like how the city, uh, like a map with some English text, which explains uh, how the city works or worked, and a bit of the history, and then to two children or teenagers came by and asked uh, if I need help and then I said no thank you and then they wanted uh, some money so they wanted uh, five shekels each which is not much so I didn't think much and I read somewhere on TripAdvisor that uh, they will ask you and if you give them just something they will leave you alone so I took out my money and gave 10 shekels each of them but they saw the paper money in it and then they were intrigued and wanted more uh, but uh, yeah I said I gave you already twice what you want of what you wanted before uh, and I'm not giving you money and then one of them had a had a small knife and then they were trying to explain to me that uh, they want more money otherwise they will and they basically threatened me I mean oh, something is happening outside so I'm just by a couple of meters of uh, Israeli military bases here and they have started running now I'm not sure what happened there are more military guys coming but slowly so perhaps nothing happened no, more people are running no idea what's going on. Well, I will figure it out later. So basically, uh, I needed to go back basically because they didn't leave me alone. So I went back into the house of my host and then they left. So it was not a very nice first <laughs> encounter with the locals. But on the other side, the my host's family, they are all super nice. And uh, all the children try to talk to me. They don't really speak English, but they try as much as they can. There is a... Uh, uh, there are two people here from the US that I met yet uh, on the roof. <laughs> uh, one of them is from some Christian group, which uh, where which uh, basically looks. Someone is here all the time, like for two two months or something, and then they changed to get someone new. To just uh, look at how it's going for the Palestinians here in Hebron, uh, where 
there apparently is a lot of tension between the Israeli army and the, the, the Arabs here. I definitely can feel the tension. Nothing happened yet, but I'm only here for a couple of hours, so let's see <laughs> how it goes. I can see a little lot of military walking around on the streets. Uh, yeah, it's definitely an adventure, unlike any other trip I've made. So, <laughs> even though my, the the bus driver was asking me what's why I'm here for for that long. He didn't understand why anybody would want to go here to Hebron. Uh, because there is nothing but the tomb of the patriarchs, but you can see it in half an hour and then go back, he said. But that's not why I'm here. I just wanted to see how it's on the other side, basically. So it's getting dark, 
and well, I guess what you heard is the evening prayer I guess I don't have anyone to ask here on the rooftop right now and I don't feel going down now man the city is weird it's really weird so where I am on the rooftop there's a street on one side I guess that's the west side no it it's missed, must be the east side then I'm not quite sure and there's a street and there I can see a lot of Jews uh, going up and down and sometimes uh, military running then I can see from here a cemetery I guess it's a Jewish cemetery it's quite big actually uh, and I would guess that it's quite old also and then I see one military point here uh, close to the street where a military guy stands and uh, just looks then behind me uh, there is uh, a kind of a military base so the, the, the building I'm in there are people living in it but then on the uh, north side of it I guess it's the north there are buildings which are empty nobody lives there and behind those, those buildings there's this small military base with uh, containers I guess where the military lives and flags and uh, you, you see a lot of uh, military guys walking around there and then I see uh, this place is like in the center of two or three hills I would say and I can see uh, normal houses on one side but when I go to the other side I see the old city uh, the new houses are quite bright uh, yellowish but really bright the old houses here on the other side they are much older and they are kind of like the houses in uh, in oh fireworks interesting I wonder why <laughs> Bef half an hour ago I heard something like that before and I thought it was sh shootings but apparently it's fireworks which is cool but I guess it's in the Jewish part uh, so back to my explanation here here are the old city there's a, a tower close by uh, where you have heard the prayer from before and then a lot of uh, really old buildings and you can see that it's not maintained at all trash on the rooftops uh, water tanks working, not working, I don't know I don't think a lot of people live here in the center 
I guess everything is uh, has moved out of the center because the center is this this border between those two communities. Uh, I can see cats. I can see old people walking around, but actually it's quite quiet and dead. At least here in the center. Interestingly, at the same time as uh, those prayers are going on, which I don't know, they sound to me quite unfamiliar and spooky, to be honest. At the same time, uh, clouds are coming in. Uh, I guess those are the same clouds as uh, I had before during the bus ride when it rained. But there were, I don't think they will rain here because they are coming and coming more and more of them and it's really like dark and spooky but uh, it just didn't start raining yet so it's super dry here Before the prayer I saw two neighbors sitting here, uh, each neighbor on his own side of the wall, of a small wall. And the one neighbor I saw was sitting on a chair and smoking a shisha. <laughs> on the Jewish side I can see a lot of cars going in and out. Otherwise, it's really spooky and the wind blows and it's a bit quite cold in comparison to during the day. I also saw people on horses. I'm not sure if it was the military or if it was just private horses. My host has <laughs> made a nice garden in here, in her backyard basically. It's really green, a lot of green leaves, it's nice. A nice green oase <laughs> in between all the sandy walls.
I think the prayers are done now. Far away I can still hear some. But here everything which was closer is silent now. Good morning! It's the next day, I don't remember which number, but it's basically Saturday. And in the Jewish parts that would mean that it's Sabbath and nobody works and so on, no market. But I'm here in the Arab part. And yeah, yesterday you heard me, I was kind of scared I was going out and so on because of those small boys but today I thought I would get out early and check out the area and once I got out of the uh, border uh, area where everything is uh, where everything looked closed down and without humans I got to a market not that far away, perhaps like 100 meters more or something, the market started. And here it's really lively and cars are going. A lot of people are outside already, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, uh, a boy is watching me now recording. Uh, and yeah, I just ate breakfast, uh, a falafel uh, pita in pita bread and, and salad. And now I'm looking around and uh, sold mostly vegetables and just stuff. There seems to be a flea market also where like old stuff is getting sold. And someone brought uh, bananas. Oh, nice! Those bananas are even on, still on the, on those sticks <laughs> where they grow. I guess I will need to buy a couple of them to, to just taste. Then someone just brought uh, oranges also. It's kind of dirty and it smells bad, but I guess that's. Uh, <laughs> what it is with uh, with a market like this but yeah there's no tension here at all at, at least nothing i can feel nothing like like uh, on the border People are fr friendly, they smile and they do their thing, they don't stare at me. Yeah, one boy stared, but uh, that was it. 
and yeah let's see what I will see here more I feel much safer if there are a lot of people because uh, other people can do and help me I can if if there was something Here they sell bread and shoes, candy, vegetables and fruits. And this feels more like the market in Jerusalem, to be honest. <laughs> but let's see. Spices. And, um, hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's see <coughs> how it looks like in here. It's interesting, the further away I get from the old, from the border basically, uh, the more relaxed I feel and the more normal this city looks like to me There are normal people driving their cars in the on the market there were basically only men but here outside I see a lot of women also uh, and there's a I even found a, a hotel <laughs> uh, which is really nice quite modern build but uh, I guess I'm still in the old city because the houses are quite old you can see that but it's nicely made now and there are small shops here where you can buy food water whatever you need it's quite dirty on the streets and uh, but that's just normal, I guess. So I'm walking somewhere kind of outside. It's not a central road, I guess, but there are a lot of taxis going here. It's quite warm. I see graffiti on the wall. People working like a normal day. Hi. Now going through some tunnel with a lot of shops and it smells really good here. <laughs> Someone, thank you. Someone is frying stuff here, aubergine, I guess. Uh, but either it's still very early or not a lot of people come to those to this market here. 
which is not they don't have fruits and vegetables here but instead sweets and stuff uh, spices and clothes here hello morning thank you uh, Swedish oh from my house yes drink tea coffee uh, no, no, thank you. I'm okay. No, no, thank you. Remember coins, Brazil, and all money? No, no. <laughs> What's your name? Richard. Okay. My name Abdul Hamid. Okay. This is 10 mil Palestinian. In my Hi. father, after my father, this is five. Oh, this nice. is one. Okay. And this is 190, 27 this time, you understand? Okay. 190, 46 finish, not stamp, you understand? What do you mean by not stamp? Stamp, يعني, for this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ah. Oh, 190, uh, for 12 years old, for Nakba, for three countries, Arabic, Jewish, English. Uh -huh. If you give in your mom, in your father, in your sister, in your daughter, this for the king's strong. All family, no problem for Jonas man. Okay. If you nice. take one, I see this coming from because I don't say nothing. Have face man Palestinian and I help you. Oh, Which uh, one you want? No, I don't. Don't don't need don't it. Don't take anything. From, okay. From no, not right now. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that was someone who tried to sell me something he spoke really good English as a kid here but I didn't he gave me some coins hello hello no nothing not not now thank you uh, Sweden oh they are okay okay hi See my shop. Only look, don't buy. No, 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 no. Next Excuse time. Perhaps. Don't buy, don't <laughs> no, buy. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I have Palestinian coins. Okay, no, I don't need them, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah. If you want to buy anything, you come back for me. Mm -hmm. Promise? Absolutely. Promise. What, what do you sell? Yeah. Ah, okay. Nice scarf, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah. Anything. Okay, Not great. Uh, no, it's an audio device. So. So I'm recording audio. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> yes. I live in Sweden. So it's Germany and then Sweden. Uh, a programmer with cars. Do you want juice? No, no, thank you. <laughs> it's okay. No, no. No, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to feed me some candy. <laughs> uh, uh, so <laughs> Hello. No, I'm laughing it because they wanted to feed me some candy, <laughs> but I didn't want Where it. Do you come from? Uh, from Sweden. Swedish. Yes. Very yes. nice people. Yeah. Thank we you. Used to have here Swedish, uh -huh. Danish, Norwegian, oh. Swiss, Italian, Turkish. 
تي اي بي اتش تيف تيمبراري انترناشونال بريزنس ان ذا سيتي اوف هيبرو او يا اوكي اوكي اي ميت سم اوف ذيم بات فروم يو اس هو ليفينغ سموير ان ذا سنتر فور تو تو مانس اور سمثينغ اذرز ذي ليفت هير جانوري بيكوز نتنياهو ذا اسرائيلي برايم مينستر ذي رينيو ذا فيزا فور ذيم Ah. They left here. Okay. They were here for more than 20 years. Okay. They were here since 1994 after the massacre. Okay. The chairman Arafat want people like from Europe to come down here and to uh-huh. watch the situation. Yeah. And, and they left. They need, needed to, to live because they don't have a visa anymore. But no, I don't. I don't need a visa, for example. Really? No. Yeah, because you see them. To work here. Ah, here. a work permit. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, oh, I and see. I used to know a lot of Norwegian because the head mission always Norwegian guy mm-hmm. from the biggest like in police or in army. Yeah. And they gave me so many books here. They are Svalbard. Ah. <laughs> and this is yeah, chief, yeah. Uh, this is from chief of police. His name is Arna Husa. Security with a smile, mm-hmm. Norwegian police. Okay. And this is from a guy, his name is Einar uh, Johnson, Ostra, the name of the city in Norway. Oh, okay, one, yeah, yeah. Uh, he grown up in it. Ah, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I, I live in Gothenburg, which is, uh, I don't know, 200 kilometers from Oslo or something, yeah. so it's quite close. Yeah, and what kind of work do you do? I'm basically programming... Uh, uh, Computers for cars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like uh, how long you're going to stay here for? Yeah. Uh, visiting today. Uh, yeah, today and tomorrow. And after that, going home. Uh, no, so I was in Jerusalem. Yeah. Now I thought I need to see a Hebron. different perspective yeah, because also. Because you see Hebron completely different than any city exactly. in the West Bank. Ah. Because Jewish settlers, they live in the heart of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made four settlements on one yeah, line saw, yeah. in less than one kilometer. Mm. You are at one of them. Okay. Now behind this building, we used to have the main vegetable and the fruit market, a grocery market, yeah. a main market selling in big quantities yeah. to stores in Hebron and Hebron district, the villages around the city. Okay. The Israeli shut it down. All yeah, it's completely empty, empty, like a whole street. And they yeah. built and they built behind us on the main vegetable and fruit market. A huge buildings, so many floors, and they live in them right now. Ah, it's okay. not enough what they done over there. Uh. If you step here, if you step here facing me, mm-hmm. they did join these all the floors to the settlement. Ah. And if you notice, they block old windows. They did open new windows, new frames, yeah. and new stones. Oh, okay. They added another floor on top, which is not their properties. They don't own it. It's ah. not belong to them. Oy. And this metal net, we done a kind of protection because they keep throwing all kind of garbage and the trash. Ah, and see, sometimes, see, yeah. sometimes they pour on people liquid, dirty water, bleach. But so they live there? Yeah. Okay. And they did join these floors to the settlement. And oh. they throw all kind of garbage and the trash. Yeah, I can Big see pressure that. is to take over and to kick us outside here. Yeah. And sometimes they pour on people liquid, hmm. dirty water, yeah. bleach, urine, sewage, rotten eggs. They piss in the plastic bottles and they throw them. Ah. And all that happens if you stand here. 
happens in front of the soldier's eyes. Military army watching yeah, yeah. our sniper up there. If you switch to the other side, you can see another sniper on the other side. You see, we do complain, yeah. we shout, we scream. At least to stop them, give us a chance to live in peace, to live a decent life. They ignore us. Yeah. That means shut your store and go home. And this mm -hmm. market, it wasn't like that in the old days. Mm -hmm. It used to be crowded, busy, active. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, completely empty mm -hmm. because people, they left here the year 2000 until 2003, the second intifada. They used to call curfew all the time okay. until they managed and they succeeded to push and to kick a lot of shopkeepers from the area. Hmm. Okay. This book, it covers all the settlement, old Hebron, mm -hmm. people specialized in history and architectures. Doctor from uh, Birzeit University, his name is Nazmi Jobe. This is done by HRC, Rehabilitation Committee. It covers all the settlement. Mm -hmm. It covers the mosque and inside the mosque where is Baruch Goldstein made the massacre. Mm -hmm. Everything, the history of the city, well done book and it's a very nice stuff mm. if you are interested to know more and more about the city and the history of the city it's all of it covered here here is the settlement mm -hmm. here how they used to block channels and exit for us this is the boya this is osama school bet romano mm. this is here is the whole thing this is the first and the biggest outside here Girat arba you are at the moment here at yeah. number four yeah, yeah this is the mosque this is Tel Romeda settlement. This is the boy or Betadassas. This is Osama school, Abraham Avino, the one they built it on the main vegetable and the fruit market. Mm -hmm. This is the TIF, T I B H. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How come your English is so good? I used to study in England when I was young, like 1981 ah. until 1984. Oh. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you. It's this is if you are interested. Okay, yeah. And if you are interested, not uh, putting big pressure on you, <laughs> in anything which is handmade mm -hmm. or locally made or produced in Hebron and Hebron district, the villages and the Bedouin around uh -huh. here, all our stuff is made here. Okay, and okay. whatever you see outside, even in Jerusalem, Bethlehem, yeah. they are from here. Ah, okay. They come to pick them up from here. Because we are specialized in everything, like leather. Yeah. We take number one in leather. Uh -huh. Like wool, we take number one in wool. Okay. Like ladies, they make pillowcases and cushions, handmade, yeah, yeah, yeah. needlework. They make these cotton material shawls for women. Mm. They make so many things. I make these okay i collect the old dresses ah. the wedding dresses yeah, yeah. it used to be for villager ladies because in the in the old days they were so poor no money yeah they used to buy for the bride a piece of material two yeah, meters yeah. boxes of thread and to say to her with the family and the neighbors fix your own wedding dress mm. now these yeah. i collect them from Hebron district, the villages. Yeah. I wash them, cut them to pieces, and make them pillowcases and cushions in sizes, ah. like big size, yeah. uh, rectangular, small size. And all of them, the three, you could fill them. If you don't want to fill them, you could frame them, ah, okay. hang yeah, them yeah. on walls, or lie them on tables. Here they are. Just to give you an idea. Okay. There are pieces of art. Yeah. This is the best thing you could get, and even all the Swedish, all the Swedish, they bought them from me. Yeah, 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 and Norwegian, because they like this type of work. And mm -hmm. this kind of a thread, 
it's uh, it used to come in the old days from France. Mm -hmm. Now dip that in boiling water, washing machine, cold okay. water, rinse it. It doesn't fade it. These sides of the dresses, nobody could fix them to you anymore. Mm -hmm. That's it. Finish finito. Okay. Here is the other side. The only problem I have is that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really need that. It's not heavy <laughs> to carry. No, no. And it's a kind of support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even when you put them, when you put them like together, even if you are thinking taking more than one gift, mm. it's all of it. Here, tie it here, for example, just to show you the weight. You could fix it in a small, yeah. a small plastic bag, yeah. and here. Here is all yeah, you know, and you just feel it, feel the weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, if not, you are thinking of taking it. Okay. Because to be honest with you, sometimes when we see people like you, we stop them and we talk to them, yeah. trying like to sell something to Absolutely. keep us going. I understand. And that, even yeah. here when we say like a small size like that for two hundred shekel, they buy it from us in Jerusalem, they sell it for one hundred euro, like yeah. four hundred shekel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say when you say a shawl like this for 200 shekel wool wool in jerusalem they say to you 500 shekel 400 shekel yeah, yeah. here you are paying half the price yeah because like, i'm in the source <laughs> like a gift a gift yeah. from that the, yeah. the two gifts in jerusalem you pay just the price for one yeah i think i will take this uh, because i really like look at this that. one look at this one yeah look at that stuff it is nice, but uh, I don't just, have just really a use for it. <laughs> no, a mother. You got a mother or yeah, a sister. Ma, yeah. <laughs> these, these, they could put them when they go out to cover themselves mm. in winter time yeah, yeah. instead of getting wet or anything like that. Mm, yeah, and so even some ladies, what they done with them, they said to me they put them as a runner for a table because ah. they are yeah. big size. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. It is big. Nice. Look at the sheep here. Will take a scarf for them from the Holy Land. Oh. Say to them, I brought them from a city. It's called Hebron. Yeah. yeah. Because the Hebron, like what I said to you, the main city to produce stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the only factory to produce this coffee as well. And it says on each bag and on each uh, inside the, the label Hebron. Okay. Because locally, we ah. some product we receive from China nowadays. But this ah. is. The only factory in all colors here. It says oh, yeah. Hebron, yeah. Palestine, and the name of the factory, Herbawi. And inside you'll find the label Sol. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The other, whatever you see outside, they brought them from China and India. Yeah, I can understand. And this that. is, you could get like Arafat, ah. like uh, Jordanian and Palestinian, they wear it, the red and white. Yeah. They wear the flag, yeah. the flag color, they make it. Mm -hmm. Like they have got the black, black, white, white, multicolors. Very, very nice scarf, and all them, all of them, all Norwegian as well. Both them white yeah. and the Swedish and Danish, because anybody could put it around his neck. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you a lot. And the book as well, if you are interested, we sell it. Okay. Full of information for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But this would be nice for my for my home. <laughs> yeah. Like what I said to you, all these to be honest with you, very good items. Yeah. And honestly, not to encourage you, it's up to you. Everything it's made like uh, in Hebron or Hebron district 
and uh, they love our stuff because it's like unique stuff. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. when you go to Jerusalem, when you see the stuff go close to it, you might find the labels that it's made in Turkey, yeah. in China, in India, so many places. Absolutely. Yeah, but this is all of it locally, locally made. Mm -hmm. Feel. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Oh, very nice meeting. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, but uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Nice meeting you and talking nice to you. To, and to all the best to you, sir. To you too. God bless. Thank you. No, thank you. No, no. Uh, okay, I think I. That was interesting. At least he explained a lot to me. And I saw. I, morning. I saw. Uh, like he said, the kind of a fence <laughs> I'm good <laughs> thank you uh, no no th no thank you no uh, I wonder how I will find home again because I have no idea how to get back but I do have my GPS, so should be able to, to go back. This road is now getting to be like the Jerusalem road. Oh. It's not a main road at all, no. but okay. because of the closure of many streets, now it's becoming like a main road. Will it be made? better <laughs> or maybe after 10 years oh, okay because after I many accidents happen oh, okay yeah, yeah. but who is responsible for stuff like that like the roads and so on uh, the municipality Hebron municipality okay okay also the Israelis both it depends because this is like area C mm -hmm. so the Israelis have control over it oh, so okay is it because it's close to the settlers so yes. okay. any area close to the settlers should be uh, under Israeli control okay and I have another question <laughs> and excuse my ignorance no, uh, but uh, ask as many questions I'm so I when I look at the at the map, there's only one. Uh, uh, what do you call it? It's just Israel, everything. But uh, is is there in your in your? So how is it? Is it too different? Look, or? we use the same map. We okay. and the Israelis use the same map to refer to different countries. Ah. Uh, the map of Israel is. Uh, what the Israelis refer to as Israel. Yeah. The same map we refer to as Palestine, because it used to be Palestine. Uh -huh. Before 48, 
and uh, after uh, so uh, all the way up to Syria and so on. Yeah, or? it's all Palestine. Ah, okay. But part of that country was occupied in '48, and Israel was created. Yeah. The other part, which is the West Bank, mm -hmm. uh, was occupied in '67. Here we have a school to the mm -hmm. right. Behind I remember. The, okay. Yes, uh, this school. I remember. One girl was shot in her head. Oh. A rubber bullet uh, okay. damaged her uh, her brain, and and uh, she was in the hospital for so many uh, days, and then she passed away. Hmm. Her so. problem was that she was present by accident, as I think going home or going to school, when when there were clashes here. Okay. Uh, that road used to be blocked with an earth mound. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't open at all. So she went over the earth mound, or yes. Okay. And the Palestinians and Israelis used to clash, ah. confront. Yeah, the Palestinians threw stones. Yeah. And the Israelis shoot uh, metal coated. Uh, with rubber, rubber okay. bullets, we call them rubber bullets, but it's. Uh, but it can kill you. Apparently. Yeah, it can kill, of course. Hmm. And they usually shoot tear gas, uh, rubber bullets, live bullets, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Now we are driving on what is called Road 60. Mm -hmm. This is like a bypass road. Many of these roads were built uh, uh, when the Oslo Agreement was signed. Okay to make it safer for the Israelis yeah, yeah. to drive and bypass the Palestinian roads. Uh -huh. For some time during the Intifada 2000 until 2004, it wasn't possible for the Palestinians to drive on these roads. Oh, okay. So we used to take another bypass road from the hills to the left okay. or from the back just to, to avoid the shooting or the killing okay. at these roads. Many children were killed on this road. They were shot dead hmm. just for being present on the street. Okay. You know, people live on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And when they go to school, the children, when they go to school or when they go visit their families, hmm. either way, they need to walk on the road. Okay. So the settlers attacked them and killed them. So is this the settlers or is it the military? The settlers. Ah. All these fields are Palestinian. Okay. Of course, both sides are Palestinian. Yeah. But here we have a gas station that was built over the Palestinian land. That's a settlement, Harsina. Yeah. Oh. It's an extension of Kiryat Arba. So the here is a checkpoint for them. So, so why didn't we come through the uh, industrial zone to come here? It's easier from here, industrial zone. We need like one hour. Oh, oh, it takes longer. Yeah. Oh, I see. This is Atta's land. Joanne, you see the, the land here to the left? Yes. This is the only land that is left for Atta. For Atta, yeah. All the land uphill, we are going to visit that family uphill. All their land was bulldozed by the Israelis. February 21st, I think. Yeah. No, we're not coming from here. No, this is the way. So what was here before? February, uh, no, it was like a hill, but okay. up there. 
It used to be like fields. You mean this ah. year this was bulldozed? Uh, February 2017. Oh. It was bulldozed. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I came here. I was here in July of 17. Yeah, I came out here with you and your mother. Yes. I told you that it was bulldozed. Yeah, I forgot. I, you're talking and I didn't know yeah. what went. It was all in, uh, damaged. Uh -huh. You know what was really bad about the Israelis? Criminals. That as they were bulldozing, mm -hmm. there were some lettuces in the fields and they just picked them uh, and uh, ate them. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh. أعطي هدف عاوية بتطلع لصعبة صعبة صعبة تفرج كيف الأرضية it's raining we are visiting some family uh, I will start from the house below. You see two houses down. Yeah, uh, the uh, white ones, yeah. Yeah, those houses are uh, the family of this man that we are visiting, Atta ah, Jaber. Okay. Uh, the wall that you see behind the houses yeah. used to be like terraces. Ah. It was like paradise. Okay. Eden Garden. Mm. But the Israelis in 98 came and bulldozed everything. So behind um, behind the wall or what? Yeah. Above the wall. Above, yeah. Yeah, yeah you see, uh, they they, uh, they flatted the, the area, they, they brought more earth. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. yeah they built the wall yeah. and they brought more earth and flatted it and made it like a bus station or uh, I see. a station okay. for the cars. They built uh, the houses over there to the right. Yeah. Uh, that's an extension of Harsina. You see, the, the, the houses at the yeah, back, yeah, yeah. that's uh, Harsina settlement. Hmm. And the, the, the plan is to join Harsina with a military base that is in the middle and ah. Kiryat Arba to the left. Okay. So to have them like a big block. Yeah. And also to join this area at the same time. This okay. whole area yeah. is in the master plan of Kiryat Arba. Okay. So they don't want any Palestinian here. Atta is one of the very hard-working Palestinians who made terraces. It was his work and his family's work, yeah. his children and wife. And all worked together to remove the, the stones. They, yeah, yeah. they broke the stones and brought the earth and just planted things, you know. Yeah. All the land is confiscated. Nothing is left for him. He only has the right to, to live on the house and three meters around the house. Oh, I see. So he, he got disowned. Oh. Yeah. So this is his land, but it's confiscated. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's That's really hard. so weird. No, you will meet his wife. Yeah. And uh, maybe his daughters. Mm -hmm. One of them does not uh, sit with stranger men. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. But at least the wife will meet us. Okay. And you can yeah, hear some some of the stories okay, yeah, yeah. they have about the situation, about life, 
Last week they celebrated the wedding of their son. Ah, nice. Yeah, me and Joanne went to the wedding and my mother. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was really very, very, very nice wedding. Where was it here or where uh, did the men's party was here, but uh -huh. no, it was way down in Hebron. Ah, okay. Come and see before we go in. Okay. Yani, Atta was forced to uh, to destroy his cisterns many times. This is one of the cisterns that he dug. Oh. And uh, I think he's still working, yeah. little by little, secretly. Mm. Yeah. The Israelis do not want him to live. No. That's kind of obvious here. Yeah. But they cannot just. Uh, no. 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 I mean the the uh, the Israelis cannot move him. And his family, I force him to move or something? They can, if they want. Okay. All the field here was full of fruit and vegetables. I remember the apple trees over there, the lemon, yeah. the fig tree, even strawberries. They oh. have strawberries. Shit. <laughs> and now nothing. Okay. Now, barely nothing. Here. I think they are still... No, this cistern was destroyed. Yeah. The Israelis uprooted the trees and just dumped them here. Okay, yeah. And over there, another cistern, the same happened to it. Hmm. So, yeah, the Israelis are all the time keeping an eye on them. They watch. Yeah. If they do any movement, they immediately come. So where's the military base? You said somewhere the in the middle? Base, you see it? Over there, uphill, ah, yeah, the okay. towers, yeah. and there's another military base in the valley, just behind the hill. Ah, okay. I see. And over there, that's Kiryat Arba, yeah. the buildings to the left. Okay, yeah. Kiryat Arba is the largest and first settlement in the West Bank. Oh. Yeah, it was started right after the occupation in 67. Hmm. I remember when we came, we used to come and pick the, the sage. Yeah. You see the sage here? Sage, zatar, thyme. We, we all picked them here <laughs> in the garden. This is sage. Oh, okay. And this is zatar. Hader, hader. Here, there used to be an apple tree at the corner. We used to come and sit here hmm. under the uh, the fig tree also. It was all full of fruit and vegetables. It was a very, very nice garden. The lemon trees, it was all destroyed. Hmm. Why is this destruction? What does Israel want from this? What security does it bring to, to them? Nothing. No, no, it's not about security. No. No, no. It's all about harassment. Hmm. Some of the trees can regrow despite yeah. the destruction. 
but it will take a lot yeah, of, of time course, so of course. and then they will destroy it again i guess hopefully not you see the zatar here yeah and it, the family used to live uh on the zatar because when it grew very well it's time we call it zatar in arabic oh, okay uh when it grew they used to pick uh, to pick it and sell it in the market yeah in the season like now Yani, uh, they would sell it for 10 shekels a kilo, at oh, least. Oh, okay. Or 12 or 15 shekels a kilo. So that, that made yani, some money for them. And how you do see, they live now? They, they have a piece of uh, land down. They okay. grow vegetables in it. Oh, I see. And it's safe from the Israelis. Yeah. These lemon trees. This tree used to be very big. A huge tree. This is what remained from it. Hmm. These are uh, from the roots. Yeah. They grew. Hmm. Strawberries. I remember here. There was like a very huge bed of strawberries. You see here again another yeah. root. Yeah, yeah. That grew. So, yeah, life will find yes. <laughs> its way. Yes, of course. I remember here. There used to be strawberry. Oh. I think there is some. That is oh yeah, living. that's yes. true, yeah. <laughs> but it was like a very huge bed of strawberries. Mm -hmm. You see the parsley over there? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. The children on the way to school used to come and check on the strawberries. Okay, yeah. If they would find some. On the way back also they would check. But now no strawberries no. at all. But how do you know that they want to connect uh, they told all of them. this? They okay. told them before yeah, the, the Israelis came okay. from the civil administration. Yeah. Yeah, we have this Israeli administration that we call civil administration. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a short name for um, uh, the Israeli military administration I for see. civil issues. I see. To administer okay. civil issues. Yeah. Of Palestinians and Israelis living in Hebron. Or living so it's in not Palestine. at all civil, but it's a military. No, no. It's all military, but because it's for the civil issues, we call it civil yeah. administration. Okay, I see. You see the field down there to the right? Yeah, the green That's the one. The only one that ah. is left for the family. Hmm. Now they have uh, cauliflower yeah. and turnips and some other vegetables, I don't know. But can they grow all year long? or? Yes, yes. Okay. They grow all year round. Yeah, summer vegetables, uh, winter vegetables. Okay, I see. Yeah. Different ones. Yes, yes. I see. She wants me to pick. Some sage for the tea. Also sage, and they used to have like big trees. You see all those yeah, bushes, yeah. Bushes are sage. The Israelis just uprooted them and threw them there. And the same with the sage. They used to pick them and sell them in the market. Yeah. Yeah, and to earn some living, but not anymore. Now they they just pick for their use. 
<laughs> smells really good here. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Sometimes I eat it raw. Okay, can I take a picture of you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, thanks. <you. laughs> Yeah, he came here and they went to... I know they were at the wedding. Yeah, but uh, Jeff told him that he was coming this Saturday. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be good because I miss seeing him uh, at the wedding. I met his daughter. I forgot her name. Do you know her name? Ifrat. Ifrat. Ifrat? Yeah. Oh, like like Ephrata, uh, the yeah. settlement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but this is what uh, I heard in Betumar about uh, the road they're building. They're be taking some you know land from Betumar. They're going from. <laughs> they're going from So when so when you you came from Jerusalem, exactly. what, what day did you come? So, so it wasn't a big road, but because we came somehow from the side somehow and then through the... You came the, in a Palestinian taxi? No, no, I came with a bus with a 380. So it came through the Jewish uh, part. Uh, and then it went through all the Jewish parts. All the yeah. And then he stopped... Uh, like just before the checkpoint, like 50 meters from the checkpoint, uh -huh. because he didn't want to go no, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, okay, so you then he called. So you didn't come down Road 60. Yeah, no. that's okay. But you know, that's the main road. And there's some Palestinian uh, uh, services that have permits, you know, mm -hmm. to go up and down. And if you come down, uh, you will see uh, on, on one side, um, as you're coming down on the right, uh, this huge settlement, Gush Etzion, mm -hmm. and then uh, you're getting closer to Hebron, but uh, then on the left side there's a, uh, a, a camp, uh, al Aruk camp, okay. and that's where they <laughs> shot a <laughs> man. Oh, in the eye. No, yes. no, no, they killed him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, so then the village I go to, Beitumar, it's, uh, it's close by, it's on the... Um, on the right. Well, that road went through the village. Part of Beit Umar, a small part, is on, on the left. Okay. Um, the refugee camp, the, the, they can't expand, so they build up. And when you think about Ifrat from, from 67, how many generations is that? They still live in the refugee camp, generation after generation after generation. Well, but, the, but the Palestinians have hope. They, they go and get um, uh, a higher education, yeah, uh, more, more than in the United States. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Coming back uh, uh, from Beitumar on the bus, it's filled with girls, with young women. Uh, they go on to uh, Hebron University. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. But what do they do after university then? 
Um, well, I don't know. They have a degree, and uh, uh, you know, they can because be doctors, no doctors, and things. No, they're oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you more about yeah. Where did the, where did the, the students go after university? To work. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. No yeah, and I, I want to do this after university. So, is there work Because she said a lot of people are going for higher education to university and so on, which is really good if there is something to do after after university. Well, lucky students usually find work very easily. Yeah. Uh, many go to free work or. They go to Israel. Uh -huh. Yeah, so where does Raja and his Allah wife can. live now? Here in the house. Oh, oh, here in the house. Of yes, course. of course. Yes, of course. He's the only son. With his father, yes. Yeah. And they don't have a big family, you know. Lara is getting married. The end of March. Yes. I will be back. Tell her I'm going to uh, fixed uh, the end of March, like the 30th or 31st. Okay, my birthday is the 25th. <laughs> 25th of March? Uh -huh, I'll be 83. They could get married on my birthday. I will have birthday. <laughs> so you will uh, celebrate your birthday here. We will have a birthday Absolutely. party here. Absolutely. so, Zlika, you're going to have to translate. She was worried about Rajah. The day before the wedding, the Israeli police chased him and they fined him 750 shekels. For what? For driving on road 60 and not turning at the ticket Arba turn. He should have driven there, but because he was fast and he, he wanted to go, he was in a hurry, uh, he turned at uh, another place. Mm -hmm. And they charged him 50 shekels more because of his wedding. <gasps> because of the oh, wedding? Oh, Allah. Oh, Allah. 750 for the government. Uh -huh. And 50 <laughs> for the police. <laughs> It's different for the police. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, but uh, the police is also Israeli? Or? Yes. Uh, 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 see, this is Area C. Mm. It's all under total Israeli control. Uh, on Friday, you see, we arrived earlier than uh, Rodaina. Uh -huh. Because 
the police were filling the road. Somebody, somebody, a collaborator, reported that it's Rajah's wedding, uh -huh. and we want you to harass them. We want you to cause them trouble. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To make yeah. them sad, yeah. not to celebrate. Yeah. So the street from Betanun down to here was mm. full of police. احنا رايحين من هون اخذنا مسيبة وراحتين على حقاي عدينا طريق حقاي عشان تيجي على الصالة عشان نيجي على الصالة اه uh, in order to come to the wedding hall they didn't go from Beit Anu the way we came uh -huh. instead they went down 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 to the south uh -huh. all around Hebron in order to come oh. Just to drive. Yeah. So it was like an adventure. Yeah, an adventure. Adventure. Really, because. Yeah, it doesn't happen for anybody, but for them, it's. She told me before we we were chatting on Messenger. She told me that you have to go earlier, in order to to receive people. How long is such a wedding? Is it like one day or more than one day? One day? For them it wasn't one day, it okay. was the whole month. Oh. <laughs> because all her family live very close. Okay. Her yeah. brothers, nephews, nieces, so they all come ah. every day. And of course, yeah, they just play music and dance. Ah, nice. Oh, we do not shake hands. Okay. Sometimes you don't know. No. But, um, yeah. That's okay. I think they're good. 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 I think they're good
Yeah, um, I yeah. Atta. I always treat myself Atta. and stay. Is oh Atta? Yes, he's here. Yes. Atta. Yeah. I came to see you. I am happy. Hi, Richard. So what are we doing? So Atta, what are you doing in Etna? I went with Jeff, Linda, with Ike to the building a house or organizing the building a new house I next year. I told you. They're building a new house there? Next year, yeah. It may be June, July. So I am only the person who left with ICAD. Uh -huh. So I can. And Hisham, what, what is Hisham doing with you? Hisham just show us the house, where is the family, the house, the municipality, you know, he leading us to there. Because I don't know them. Okay. So, I went with Jeff and Linda caring. Yeah. And uh, continue my work with Jeff. Okay. <coughs> and, and, and what kind of work are you doing with Jeff? Now? The same I work, I don't volunteer. Where office closed. Jeff closed the office two years ago or so. Yes, I can. Yeah, nobody left. Just me, I say. Okay. In the south and in the north. So it's still called ICAD? Yeah, it's yeah. still oh, called ICAD. Okay. Yes. Someone they else. They have the office also in the UK. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know you were working with ICAD. Huh? I did not know you were no, working with from ICAD. from the CBT time, from 1998, I working with ICAD. And we re I rebuilt uh, six houses, eight houses here. Uh, yeah. 2007, I think. Okay, you do the construction work? Yeah. And that's the work. Yeah. Okay, yeah. of course. Okay, but yeah. I did never... Okay. Well, I remember, you know, Jeff left ICAD, so that's... I no, 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 we continue. We left ICAD. Yeah. 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 I am uh, okay. with Jeff. Linda also too. She oh. work in UK. And Jeff work here and I am with Okay, okay. So only the three of you on ICAD? Okay. Everybody left Jeff with courts, with a lot of damage, a lot of money goes, and a lot of people stolen money. Thank you. So, they're not going to demolish a house, no? No, no, we they demolished the house. Oh, twice. they already demolished the house. Two times, yeah. I got so you. So we wanted to rebuild it I, again. Where are Where are you from? Then them safely book This is a nice. Fish Well, I heard that Laura's getting married in March. I don't know. Okay. Well, Rodina knows. Yeah, ask yeah, Rodina. She knows the mom. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And it's not his yeah, responsibility the, to the, know. The mothers know. And I said, so when in March? And she said at the end, and I said, my birthday is March 25th. Uh-huh. So I will come if here. If it is a Friday, if it is, we do that in your day. Everything. I'll have to look on the calendar. I hope it's on a Friday. Then it will be for sure. Your birthday in a Friday, we do that in a Friday. I don't know. It's a I, I it's a gift, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate in jo Joanne's birthday. I'll be 83. Have it yeah. on my birthday. Mm -hmm. 
There is a celebration in memory of uh, the, the death of Yasser Arafat. Still, they are uh, celebrating this or memorizing uh, every day. Yeah. No, just today. Today oh. is like the central central celebration today. I thought it was Monday. Well, they celebrate every day. Well, that's what I said. They celebrate yeah. every day. <laughs> Now the central celebration by Fatih in Hebron is today at oh, 3 o'clock. Oh. And Atta got a, a formal invitation. Oh. So he's going. Okay. I said we will call the driver uh -huh. and you go with us. Three o'clock, we go together. To Hebron, you mean? Okay, okay, So it's going to be... He was invited by the governor of Hebron. Okay, so he's going to be with the, the governor of... What time is it? He's going now? Three o'clock. No, the celebration is three o'clock. Oh, so he needs to go. Well, it's, that's... No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost 2.30. Yeah, yeah, we will call the driver and ask him to come. Yes, yeah, I come. I, I put him May, on. I, I, I'm flying also I, uh, to UK also. Too. What's in May? In May, yeah. What? Why are you flying? To talk in, uh, in UK. You're going to the UK in, yeah. in to raise May. funds for ICAT? Uh, oh. Okay, good. Like you did before. Yeah. So how do you do this? Do you, how do you find someone to talk to? <laughs> huh? How do you find someone to talk to there? Where? Uh, in, in the UK? In the UK? Yeah. yeah, we have the people who are there. You know, okay. we have the uh, ICAD uh, office in the uh, UK. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, ICAD, she was yeah, the Israeli coalition for home demolition. Home demolition. But you, yeah. said, you said you were under three people, so one in UK and you two here? Or? Yeah. Yeah. The office in UK and the office here okay. in Jerusalem. Okay. Yeah, but, ah, um, so they fix then so you can talk somewhere. But, 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 but uh, Jeff Helper, who started this, he's an Israeli, uh, has, has uh, for a number of years, has come through the US. Everybody knows him ah, okay. and, and his organization. And he raises money. And, yeah. Okay, I need, I need to go. Uh, I need, I need to uh, use the bathroom. So, today was quite different to yesterday. I had a lot of fun today. Uh, I talked to I, I switched off the recording device later but I kept talking to to this one guy uh, we were there so basically they took me to a family uh, because they were going anyway and uh, I wanted a tour but then they said oh we don't have time for a tour but if you want to come then you can come to us visit uh, our friends, which which was a family where the Israelis bulldozed their basically their uh, their garden, and uh, but it was not just a garden; it was also 
uh, fruit trees and like like a big garden where they they that was their livelihood basically and they grew uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff like that uh, so we went there and we talked to to them mostly <laughs> my host was talking to 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 the woman of the house which uh, they talked in arabic and sometimes the, she uh, she translated as you heard uh, but uh, then a lot of times they just talked in arabic and me and this one woman from from the christian peacemaker uh, troops or what it's called we talked uh, which you also heard and uh, basically then the the patriarch came home and he spoke quite good english <laughs> i was surprised he told me later then that he he also uh was working i think in the uk or something and they he works uh in a organization which tries to rebuild houses which were uh which were uh, uh which the israeli military destroyed so and his house uh, or two of his houses were also destroyed and they just built a new one i asked him why they built in the same place basically and he told me that they don't have anywhere else to go okay which is most probably true uh, yeah and he told me actually that he was he's going to the uk again uh, to to give a speech and he even was talking for th uh, uh, had a talk at the uh, at geneva uh, where he was talking about the situation of the palestines here in hebron for three minutes i think he said which is very interesting and cool uh, I guess his good English helps a lot <laughs> there but he he was he looked at least quite old had only two teeth left <laughs> and you could see that he's been working a lot in his life he's a con constructor so he helps to rebuild houses uh, which were destroyed and then uh, contrary to what I thought yesterday that it's really dangerous out there I was quite afraid I have to admit uh, because of those two boys basically with the knife but uh, actually I met one of them today and uh, he was friendly and <laughs> He winked at me, <laughs> uh, showing that he remembers me, and I winked at him that I remember him. Uh, he was his uh, a neighbor here of, of my host. They have a horse, 
and he was riding the horse. <laughs> yeah, and but I went out and the city was everybody was super welcoming. Everybody was uh, trying to 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 talk to me, welcoming me in Palestina and in Hebron. Uh, asking me where I'm from. Uh, I didn't go the whole way with <laughs> with everything. I just told them, yeah, I'm from Sweden, and that's it. I've been living now in Sweden for 15 years. I can say I'm from Sweden, I think, nowadays. Uh, yeah, and we, uh, to get to the family, we, uh, we, we got a driver who drove us there. The first driver, uh, we didn't tell him where we wanted to go, and once he, once, once we told him that he didn't want to go on the street there uh, on the sixty-six, I think, because he didn't have a mirror and he didn't want to to get stopped by the police, which I understand. Uh, so, so he called then a different driver who had his car in. Uh, okay, and then this other guy drove us, uh, but the first guy also came with us, so we were five people in the in the car, and on the way back we took with us uh, the the guy who we visited. Also, he was invited by by the governor or something to speak here or uh, during uh, I think they said today uh, they had some something which where they remembered uh, uh, the death of Arafat and because this guy works in the in this uh, like rebuilding houses and so on uh, I guess that's why he got invited which is interesting also so uh, yeah and as I said uh, I have a completely different view of the city now now that uh, I went out during when it was light outside and not dark uh, here are a lot of people it's like a center of uh, the whole area here. Everybody comes here to shop. So uh, a little bit outside, not here anymore, not here in the old city, but uh, just outside. Uh, it starts in the old city, but just outside. It's there is a there is this big market. I recorded a video just walking through it. Uh, I can put a link up into the description also, so you can uh, watch it. A lot of really fresh fruits, really fresh vegetables. Uh, you can buy uh, chicken still alive, <laughs> which was interesting. Really fresh, obviously. Uh, uh, not a lot of meat, most mostly vegetables, I would say. But you could buy meat also. But yeah, obviously no no bacon or pig meat. <laughs> uh, no pork. Uh, 
but everything else mostly chicken basically chicken and uh, lamb i would say uh, yeah so i also ate some kebab <laughs> in the evening which was really nice uh, and yeah everybody tried to 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 get uh, to to try to in basic english just to talk to me where i'm from what i'm working with uh, how long will i stay and stuff like that so super friendly people uh, and they they really tried to to get in touch with me because in jerusalem i guess there you have so many uh, tourists you don't really want to talk to them other than the, just selling them something uh, but here just random people who didn't sell anything were just uh, talking to me which was kind of nice and in a yeah <laughs> a bit like in the US where you have small talk a little bit and then you go your way Yeah, I think tomorrow morning I will also uh, do my last thing to go to the tomb of the patriar patriarchs. Uh, apparently I can go in from bro both sides, the Muslim one and, f and the Jewish one. And then it's going back to... Uh, first Jerusalem and I think I will get a car there to go to Nazareth and then I will I will try to go to the Dead Sea also by car or something just to to test it out the high salt <laughs> uh, and if I f will float or not or how it works and so on that will be interesting also I also want to go to Bethlehem so it will be good to have a car because everything is quite close to each other so it's like um, 20 kilometers here 20 kilometers there and so on but taking the bus and getting somewhere always takes a lot of time and I have my bag with me all the time so this uh, will make it a bit easier I think okay then uh, see you tomorrow